Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, guys. I had an idea. You know, we've been handed lemons, so maybe we start making some lemonade. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. V-I-G. Ah! We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. Jonah Hill. This is my favorite show. Okay. So I probably say that to all the shows. No, you just said that when I walked in. I already told you that wasn't true. That, I don't say that to all the shows. I don't go on like Kevin and Bean. I'm like, yo, this is my favorite show. Like, <laughs> Frankly, I'm disappointed. I'm appalled. And brother, I am unbelievably hurt. By the fact that you have morphed into something, to me, that's not real. Do you love Bean's nipple? <laughs> <laughs> not my favorite, but I'll allow it. Well, dot, 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 hello. Am I just a piece of meat to you? And now, I will slit you both open from mouth to anus and wear you like jackets. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Thursday, the 32nd of October. Right? Did not it. see that coming. Very uh, exciting. It's first of November. Um, I miss November. Those are good times. <laughs> hey, um, welcome back, Jensen. Oh, hi, friends. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, thank you. It seems early, Christmas. but I'll take well, it. Well, once, uh, I'm sorry, we all know once November is here, it's... Uh, it's January tomorrow. It's January tomorrow. That's how it works. <laughs> it is uh, three days till the time change. Mm-hmm. 21 uh, days till Thanksgiving. No way. Daylight savings is this weekend? Yeah, daylight savings, I think Saturday night, Sunday morning. Oh, my the God. The return Set to, your clocks back an hour. Standard one, time. Right? The return to standard time uh, is Sunday. I don't know how quick it is. Daylight savings. It What's the first like, daylight savings? It's not savings, I feel like guys. it's early it's, this year, though, no? It's daylight savings. No, it's usually around Halloween. Is I, guys, it? just for the record, okay. I think it's daylight saving. <laughs> daylight saving. Yeah, so just okay. so you guys know. All right. Oh, we already got it right, so thank you, Jensen. So it's the return of standard time this weekend, and then Thanksgiving is three weeks from today, you guys. Love it. Okay? All right. Christmas is only 54 days away. So what I'm telling you is we're on this snowball going down the hill to Christmas. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. p- pumpkin pie season. I don't think that's what you were saying. Never it's, pumpkin pie season. It, it speeds up. It's always mm. pumpkin pie season. Yeah. yeah, if you like a pie with a big pile of sweat right in the middle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had a, uh, an interesting conversation with uh, Miss Allie McKay this morning, briefly before we went on. Um, one of the very hottest Netflix shows right now is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Mm-hmm. It's been very uh, highly publicized, critically mm-hmm. acclaimed. It's mm-hmm. a big hit. There have been a lot of articles about it, a lot of talk about how this is a rebooting of the Sabrina the Teenage Witch, half uh, half witch, half human, 
with a little black cat named uh, Salem mm-hmm. trying to uh, fight, you know, f- f- use spells and worship Satan and all the good stuff that they did back in the original show. Mm-hmm. Allie had no idea that the new Sabrina had any connection whatsoever to Sabrina the Teenage Witch, <laughs> the show from the 90s. To which I said, wait, you mean the one where she has to decide if she's going to stay a witch or leave that all behind and just be a normal teenager? Like, never, uh-huh. This is the same thing? Did you never watch the other one? I did, you and did. I told him the exact plot of this one and the last one. And he was like, how did you not put that together? Mm. Woo. Were you just thinking if Caroline Ray's not in it, it can't be the same show? Thank you. Exactly <laughs> what talking, I was thinking. Or a talking cat. Oh, oh, Allie just thought, why are all the witches named Sabrina? She was very confused by that. But anyway, it's super, super good, you guys. Dave uh, Dave and I, who you know, uh, both have the taste of a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. We are both really into that show. It's something we're enjoying a lot. But the reason I bring it up is because there's a news story about uh, the chilling adventures of Sabrina right now. And I think this one might surprise you. There's a legal battle brewing. Netflix has been served. They are being sued by the Church of Satan. Oh, no. Church of Satan. Yes. The Satanic Temple is what they're officially called. And they are going after them because they, they're taking legal action because they say they appropriated their copyrighted monument design to promote their asinine Satanic panic fiction. So two things are going on here. I like one panic is, fiction. <laughs> one is this, there's a statue that's, uh, that's uh, very popular in the Satanic circles named uh, Baphomet. It's probably not how you pronounce it. Baphomet. Do you know, Jensen? No, but I think I grew up with a Baphomet. Baphomet, okay. Went to my high school, yeah. <laughs> so there's a statue that's in the show that they claim is a copyright infringement of the statue that they use to worship, okay, hmm. that they use in their temple. So they're saying, okay. look, you can't just steal our copyrighted work, which, by the way, they may very well have a legitimate case, and I have looked at both statues, and they are very, very similar. The Netflix people say there are lots of variations of this statue. They all have a lot of similar points, and we we just uh, you know we created our own statue based on what had been out there throughout the millennia. Has nothing to do with the Satanic Temple. So the Satanic Panic is the part that I'm fascinated with. They're not only going after them for copyright, but they say that they are essentially making the Church of Satan look bad. <laughs> really, <laughs> by, by doing the Netflix show. And I'm just saying, if you're the Church of Satan, is there any such thing as bad publicity for you? I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, the worst things that they could possibly do in the name of the Church of Satan, I would think would be on brand for you if you're the real Church of Satan. It has to have the same publicist as, like, Charlie Sheen. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, anything anything that puts you out there is is the story you want to tell. Yeah, true. Yes, I I would think so. And I love that they think they're satanic panic. Like, somehow people are going to be watching this Netflix show and then all of a sudden go, oh, man. These Satanists are bad news. And they were just about to join that week. Yeah, Satan, wor- Satan worshiping really has had a bad rap. Here's, here's where I'm going to come in and just say, this is why they're right. You're all now saying, oh, Church of Satan, bad. Satanism, horrible. Do you know what the Church of Satan is? It's no. a church, and it's Don't about Don't they worship the, the Dark Lord? No, they do not. Church of Satan doesn't worship the devil, you guys. Well, they are poorly are they named. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm just saying, are maybe we should. I think we should have someone from the Church of Satan on to discuss what it's all about, because I think you guys would be shocked, and I think you're leading to the satanic panic. 
Wow. wow. It's me, Lucifer. I heard you talking about saying. me on the radio. I'm just saying. And I think I have a problem with the representation of the Church of Satan. They're not so, like cutting up puppies and having blood drip out and drinking it. I'm of just course saying. they are. I, no. Oh, they're not. Well, okay. Honestly, no. I was I was interested in the Church of Satan until you just said that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what out. you were going for. Yeah. So what is, if you know, Ali, off the top of your head, what's the Satanic Temple all about then? Uh, if it's not uh, devil worship, they they focus on like pride and individualism. It's not about the devil. It is poorly it is named. I say it again. Man, I agree. Yeah, I'm just saying how, you should check into the Church of Satan. I don't know that we want to book the Church of Satan. I feel like we do. I feel like we do. I also think we're being recruited. <laughs> yes, it does oh, sound you're like right. it. the pamphlet you're so is right. all I'm saying. Look, no, I think that people have this view of the Church of Satan as they're doing evil. Well, and here's I don't the think thing. It's true. called the Church of Satan, and that would lead you to believe that perhaps there's some evil going on. I think you're confusing it with a satanic temple. Mm-hmm. So they're different. On the show, um, Sabrina has to sign her name mm-hmm. in the Book of Blood, okay, yeah. and pledge allegiance to Satan. Right. That's the type of thing that they're saying is not what they do. They're I, saying that's why they're kind of being slandered. No, by they have show. a they have a cookie drive. They mm-hmm. have a car wash. <laughs> they have the bake a, sale is probably the biggest money maker. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So Allie hmm. is uh, a worshiper of the Church of Satan. We got right? that. Mm-hmm. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Learned that. So I have a blog. I was that. I'm very surprised by this. I'll tell you that. But anyway, that's the uh, that's the lawsuit of the day. I don't know how uh, Netflix is, uh, you know, like I said, the people on the show say it's just a coincidence how much their devil looks like our devil, but we'll see what uh, what happens and after that. Go cut up some puppies, Ellie. <laughs> By the way, Bean, just, you don't have to keep track of it. Apparently, Ellie has a yeah, newsletter that she gets, <laughs> she gets once her, a week. She gets the Satan alerts alert. on her phone, yeah. Uh, the thing, too, is like the movie Devil's Advocate. Do you guys remember that with Al Pacino where he yes. starts yelling? He's like, the devil! Like, the, that just yells every the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie, if you ever see it on cable... Uh, has an, a complete statue blurred out for like the entire final Is scene. Is that right? Yeah, because of that. Yeah, it's like a real. Uh, it's like the ending of the film. It's like a huge oh. part of the movie. This statue. So uh, they lost that. They suit, lost that like. suit. Yeah, and if you buy it on Blu-ray, which I did, uh, or DVD or anything, that whole thing is blurred out. So this could be amazing. And also, we know about the Hangover with the tattoo sure. on Mike Tyson's face that they had to blur that out now. Sure. Uh, so, or they actually had to pay that off. But either way, it can stop a film. Hmm. Is the uh, devil's advocate, uh, forgive me for this digression, is that the one where Charlize Theron gets naked? Yeah, I don't know if that's the focus of it. That's but not well, the lead. I, I need it on Blu-ray too then. <laughs> <sighs> Sounds like someone just joined the Church of Satan. Right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Totally bizarre. No, don't understand at all the whole concept of it. We have uh, animal stories on, t- on the program today. Yeah, we do. Beerbug says... That he can taste the differences in all the waters, <laughs> and in a taste test, if we put him in like plastic cups so he can't see which one it is, he could identify each one by taste. I mean, and re- reading, reading that as I got back into this gig uh, from made a you happy, small right? vacation, I screamed uh, the happiest of joys. Delight, <laughs> yes. So, Kevin, your thought is that bottled water is bottled water. Yeah, and there's no me. real difference between a a Dasani and an Evian. I think m- maybe you could tell the difference between. Two, but if you put five in a cup mm-hmm. and you can identify each one, no. Okay. I mean, and I'm basing that on the experience. We, Bean and I have experience with this. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Our former producer, Lightning, said he could do the same thing. Yeah. And he actually nailed it. Okay, so that's different. He, he was five for five. nailed it. Five for five. Yeah. 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 He didn't pick toilet water instead of tap water, mm-hmm. though. So. <laughs> so I can see why you're doubting that it's possible. <laughs> but it's beer bottle. <laughs> that is true. So you got yeah. to add that factor. Uh, there's a woman who wants to uh, become pregnant by a ghost. 
and join the Mile High Club with him. Mm-hmm. Respect. Kevin's people. Get up on this with Jensen. Yes. Uh, you eat everything with a knife and a fork. We found out this very disturbing news from Bean, and now I would like to ask Jensen, who is in ways quite like Bean. I am Bean-like. Mm-hmm. Uh, knife, fork? I'd prob- Pizza. I Pizza. This- no, okay. unless it's very, very messy, sure. which everyone understands. But this weekend, I did get caught using fork and knife on salsa and chips, and Wait, my okay. and my and my fiance looked at me and was like, "What are you doing? How, how do you do legitimate? that?" Well, because here's why: for salsa and chips, it's usually in a bowl. Okay, right? hold that so this, thought. We'll talk about right, it. We'll talk about it later I, I, wow. I should have known. We should have known. What wow. I'm saying is, if you're tuning in today for right. our show, mm-hmm. I got hot takes. Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Excellent. Hot, hot takes. Um, week nine of the NFL, we're going to talk to RJ Bell in Las Vegas. We've got your tickets for WWE SmackDown at Staples Center. And we're going to talk to Dr. Drew all about this same topic, which is, are any of the waters really any different or are we just spending money for no reason and we're brought to you by the church of satan right mm. exactly so uh, we'll take a break we'll come back with uh, satan's what's happening next <laughs> the kevin and bean show world famous k-rock time for our first look at what's happening on this thursday morning hey ellie hey bean remember when uh the news broke that one of my favorite humans alex trebek was thinking about retiring mm-hmm. people were losing their minds Allie, did you see this news did you see this news and i kept saying That means that his contract's up. This is all a game to Alex Trebek. Let me just tell you, because I know him. I know him on a spiritual level. I've never met him, um, but I feel like I know him. Sure. Well, guess who just renewed his deal with Sony TV through 2022? Pat Pat Sajak? Yes. And Vanna White. Being like. As well as Alex (laughs) Trebek. All three of them, you guys. Wheel of Fortune duo, Pat Sajak, Vanna White, and Jeopardy host Alex Trebek renewed their deals with Sony TV through 2022. Those contracts arrive as Jeopardy is entering its 35th season in syndication and ranks as the Guinness World Record holder for most Emmy wins by a TV game show. Guess how many Emmy wins they have? Are you talking about Wheel of Fortune now? No. Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Oh, Jeopardy. Um, how many Emmy wins? 11. 17. 35. 34. Wow. Kevin is the smartest one in the room. Technically, he went over. (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Wheel of Fortune, meanwhile, is the most watched program in syndication with more than 26 million weekly viewers, you guys. That show started in 1983 and has been licensed and produced in more than 45 international territories. That's crazy. I don't uh, get people who watch that show more than once. I don't either. Really it's so dumb. <laughs> once is funny, though. Oh, got it. Okay, got it. moving on. I I'm mean, out. Really, it's so dumb. I think it's just one that you just have on and watch. Like, my grandparents used to just, that was it. Just have it, it on Jeopardy, the background. Then Wheel of Fortune. Um, do you guys see Pat Sajak in the stands at Dodger Stadium during yeah. the World Series? Yes. With his crazy bleached blonde hair? Do you think he just... Like when he's not filming that show, he's just like, I gotta, I can't be recognized. All those Pat Sajak groupies everywhere I go. He tried to just. <laughs> you think they would have swamped him? Wasn't it crazy though to see him looking like that? I think he looks like that all the time. Yeah, I don't. I didn't notice his but hair being crazy show. bleached. No, I think he has like a real like Pat Sajak like game show host vibe, even at an old age now. Like Vanna White looks like a robot. He looks like a creepy. Like he looks like a creepy uncle. Yeah. He does, but when he does the show, though, he has a regular, normal, you know, brown hair. For the I mean, I don't know. I don't show. watch the television show. Yeah, 
it's just it's I must just have so missed weird. his hair. You're saying he's like, like a real Slim Shady? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what he looked like. Wow, I'm going to have to Google that. I had hey, no idea. Allie, how was the uh, the Halloween edition of uh, Jeopardy last night with your boy uh, all dressed up like a member of KISS? It was a bit, it was very kissy. Uh, Gene Simmons did all of the clues mm. for um, one whole category mm-hmm. in his full makeup. And uh, at the first one, he did the tongue, and the contestants weren't quite sure what to do. And the woman that answered the question went, uh, and then went on. But it, it was good. Did uh, Gene sexually harass any of the contestants while no. he was there? I he can't was, imagine he wouldn't. He was on tape. Tongue so, is sort yeah. of sexual harassment. Yeah, he was on tape, so he was just okay. doing the questions oh, on tape. It's yeah. very smart to not have him live in the studio. I've done a lot of live shots with Gene Simmons. Mm-hmm. He was very kind. Really? Very he got, got you pregnant at least once. Though. No, we've had this discussion. He, he, no, with me, he was very respectful. Talked about my parents. Like, very nice man. That is not the Gene we know. Kevin, do you remember? I do. Yes. All right. <laughs> I mean, he just yes, dragged her onto his lap without even asking. Remember? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. He doesn't come in anymore. Oh, all right. Yeah. Good times, guys. Um, <laughs> Allie, you bum now? <laughs> right? Finding Why out not you? you? <laughs> yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you guys. Some birthdays for you. Tim Cook. He's the CEO of Apple. Yeah. He's doing all right. Mm-hmm. Anthony Kiedis. He's the lead singer of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Right. Jenny McCarthy. Larry Flint, publisher of Hustler Magazine. And Tony Collette. She is amazing in everything she does. True. Agreed. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. How about some animal stories? Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to. I think it's a pretty good uh, batch this morning. We'll start up in Fresno. What you sipping? This man is a 23-year-old. He is uh, he is not identified in the news story, and he's probably grateful for that because he decided to kill it with fire. He was staying over at his parents' house. Kill what with it? With fire? Kill it with fire, hmm. as the expression goes. Hmm. He saw what he says were black widows on the outside of his parents' house. How do you react, by the way, when you see a black widow besides get as far away from it as you can? I don't if I see them outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He decided instead to take a blowtorch to them. Oh, that, I do that okay. inside. <laughs> and yeah. uh, he thought that would uh, take care of the problem. Again, his parents are not home at the time. He's 23 years old. One of the exterior bricks in the home had a small crack in it, so the blowtorch's flame ignited some flammable material inside the wall. Great. And the fire shot straight up into the attic, <gasps> causing over $10,000 worth of damage to the attic at the second story of the house. 26 firefighters responded to the blaze, by the way. 26? 26. Seems overkill, but I guess you just want to make sure in a situation like that that it doesn't spread to a nearby home. Firefighters suggested that bug spray may have been a better way to take care of the spiders. This is Here's the quote from the fire chief. 
Blowtorches are definitely not the preferred method to exterminate spiders in and around your home. That's a safe yeah. statement. Lesson I think learned. that's good advice. You think uh, his parents were in the car on the way home going, we got to figure out how to get this 23-year-old out of the house. <laughs> sure. He's been here forever. And then they come home and they see 26 firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> they could not have been pleased. <laughs> Allie, I thought of you when I saw this story. The headline uh, involves an industrious beaver, which I think is in your uh, Tinder profile. Thank you isn't so it? much. Yeah, I have cards. Uh, the, this is a uh, this is a German uh, couple who is on holiday. They are staying in a yacht in the Muritzeld Waterway in northern Germany, uh, near the shore. When a an industrious beaver, as I said chewed through a 20-meter-high tree, and it fell onto the yacht, almost hitting and killing the couple. Oh, my God. Stupid beavers, right? I don't Who know. Knew? That's a good way to go, right? Right? Dude, is it? Dude got hit by a falling <laughs> beaver. Yes. No, the beaver the tr- isn't what fell onto oh, the, the yacht. Tree. It was a tree. That's yeah, it was unfortunate. a tree. unfortunate. It would have been great. It would have been a terrible way to go, I, I think. smacked by a beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time. I was surprised to see in this article, by the way, that there are an estimated 300,000 beavers in Europe. I didn't realize there were that many. Huh. Here's a viral video I'm sure you saw. A woman in Oklahoma City has, uh, has resorted to dog shaming. She went to McDonald's one night and she saw her dog, Princess, begging for food next to the drive through lane at the McDonald's. So she posted on Instagram, if you see my dog in the McDonald's, quit feeding her fat ass because she don't know how to act and be leaving the house all the time to go to McDonald's at night. She's not a stray dog. She's just a gold digging ass bitch to be acting like she's stray. (laughs) So people feel bad for her and feed her burgers. I'd like to say that maybe don't let your dog wander around at night. I do feel like she has some control over that. I do too. Yes. She didn't know where her dog was. Again, she found the dog at the McDonald's drive-thru because she was going through the McDonald's Mm. drive-thru. She said, hey, that's my dog. And by the way, the dog, knowing that she wasn't going to get anything from her owner, went right past her car and went on to the next car to beg again. So I I, I do feel like this one is on the owner for sure. Mm -hmm. All right, I got a couple of uh, honeymoon stories for you that I think you'll enjoy on this edition of Animal Stories. This one is crazy. This is a a couple that flew from Britain. They've been married. uh, It was their one-year anniversary, and they booked a great vacation in Indonesia, in Bali. And they were going to have an elephant safari, and they had a villa villa all all picked out in the pool, and they were going to have the time of their life. They left their two-year-old son at home with their family. This was the vacation they'd been waiting their first year of marriage for. Unfortunately, they arrived in Bali after a 16-hour flight, and immigration officials there refused to let them enter the country because their dog had chewed off the corner of their passport of the of the guy's passport. The dog had chewed off the corner of the passport hmm. four years ago, by the way. They have traveled all over Europe multiple times with the passport, and it's never been a problem. It's not like their identification was shielded, like you couldn't see it was a, a passport that was right. legitimate. From the picture. It was just the corner of the passport. Oh, man. They couldn't believe it when they got there. By the way, they spent $7,000 for this once-in-a-lifetime trip. Never even got out of the airport. They held them for seven hours and then put them on the next plane back. Oh. In other words, they round-tripped over 15,000 miles and got home less than 48, 48 hours after they left. Oh, man. Can you believe it? And by the way, they, like I said, they had traveled everywhere with this. In a million years, they never expected this would be a problem. I mean, they're just, they're tight asses in Bali or something, You right? get off a 15-hour flight oh, and they say get right back on another one? Yeah. Oh. oh.
Yeah, that's not the honeymoon they were hoping for. And finally, here's the other honeymoon story. A bride who spent her honeymoon in Belize returned to her Florida home with more than just lovely memories of Mayan ruins and crystal clear Caribbean lagoons. Little did she know she had picked up a bug during the trip. This is the Journal of Investigative Medicine, which, Kevin, I believe you still subscribe to. And memorize. She is 36 years old. She did not notice anything out of the ordinary for the first two months, but what she thought was a pimple on the left side of her groin then began to itch. No. She thought maybe it was an insect bite. She went to see her doctor, who said, yeah, it was likely just a spider had bitten her and a wound had become infected, but they gave her antibiotics, and that did not solve the problem, so she sought a second opinion. She went to a memorial hospital in Tampa, Florida, found that the skin around the lesion, which was now leaking pus, was hard as if there were something under the skin. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, a, uh, maybe a pebble? I'm out on this story. Yeah, it's not a pebble, Bean. It's not a pebble. You wouldn't bring us a pebble story. It's not a pebble. It was a deeply embedded, anyone care to guess? Crab. Maggot. Maggot. Oh, my God. <gasps> a deeply embedded maggot in her groin. Embedded like in a war? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> well, they say embedded in the skin, okay. under the skin. <laughs> it was the larva of a human bot fly, an insect common to Central and South America. That's so gross. When they hatch, a tiny larva can burrow into the human skin and make themselves comfortable feeding on skin tissue and flesh. A hole for them so that the baby insect can breathe. And usually what they do in that part of the world when it happens to them is they just, just cut off up. the leg. No, they just oh. cover up the hole with petroleum jelly. So that way there's no air and the things just die. And eventually... So that- you have to sit, literally go, okay, I'm going to put this on my skin and I'm going to leave knowing that it's still in there? Yes, that's what they do. They're not as, uh, they're not as concerned about that because they just die off and no harm, no foul. This woman, though, went through a great deal of pain and obviously not a great memory of her honeymoon to come back oh, with an, a maggot in her skin. <laughs> nice, uh, nice wedding, nice honeymoon. Mm. Well done. Yeah. This has been Animal Stories. Animal Stories in the news. Animal Stories to cure your blues. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. How did it? Uh, how did this conversation come up with Beer Mug and his able his ability to discern individual water well, brands? Well, um, Jensen brought up uh, to talk to Doctor Drew mm-hmm. because he's having to buy a, a specific water, and he wants to know: Are there really any differences? Yeah, my fiance is into alkaline water, and mm. we'll go to Costco and buy it in droves. I don't think there's any difference, and she swears that it's saving our lives. So that's what it, we're going to talk to. Is Dr. a drove Drew? bigger than a gallon? I'm unfamiliar with that uh, that size. Oh no, at Costco they only sell droves. Okay. Um, so we're going to talk to Dr. Drew about that later on this morning in the 9 o'clock hour. But Muggs spoke up in the meeting and said, I can tell the difference between every single water. They're all very different. Totally. Totally. I mean, alkaline, you can taste the, the difference right out of the bottle. It's smoother. It's crisper. Uh, as opposed to like a brand like Arrowhead where it's kind of like flat. Or even like an Evian, which is a mineral water. If it gets warm, like room temperature, you can taste the actual minerals in the water. Can you? Oh, wow. yeah. Easily. I'm impressed because Muggs sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Uh, but Bean... So does Donald Trump. He was... <laughs> rattling, like, rattling. Those Bean, were statistics of rattling. Also remember every single one of his food challenges. He was that confident. That's yeah. true. Before That's every true. single one, and then he would fail. Yeah, yeah but those were, those were how much can you okay. eat in a minute. This is just a taste test, Kevin. Right, sure. All Very right. different. Question before we put you to the test and have you sample the waters in front of you, Muggs, and that is, do you use your awesome Anchorman-style mustache as... as, uh, Ooh, as 
it need? Is it a, does it strain the water for you to help you to, to, <laughs> to tell us which one is which? Yeah, it's like uh, what do you call it? What do whales have? Their their baleen is it, it acts as a filter to get Why all the is bad. Why so smart right now? What's, right? Just right now. what's going on? Yeah. It's the water. He's been right drinking here, guys. smart water. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank all you. right, I'm going to give you uh, six options that you have to pick from. Okay. Uh, and then you have six cups in front of you that are unlabeled. Okay. All right. Um, Dasani. Mm-hmm. Tap water. Okay. Evian. Mm-hmm. Arrowhead. Yep. Smart water. And Fiji. Oh, I, th- I think I should do very well. Those now, are the six. I think I'm uh, Fiji and Evian are very similar because they're both mineral Not interested waters, in that. We want to know if you can identify yeah. Okay, them. okay. So I'll start from uh, left to right here. Cup number one. Cup uh, number one. Oh, nice and cold, too. Here we go. All right. That is definitely tap water. Okay. Unbelievable. All right, let's uh, cup we two. We don't know if it's right. I'm just saying, okay. even just the confidence. Yeah. That's yeah. why we love him. That's Arrowhead. I mean, okay. he's not even pausing. No. Cup three. That is... I, I'm going to go Dasani on that one. Okay. okay. I mean, it's like a home run derby for water. He's just... They're throwing yeah. batting practice, and he's knocking just one it. after another. Yeah. yeah. Number four. That's... This is... Evian. Okay. okay. Also, one hand in pocket is yeah. super important. Ooh, one yeah. hand water, totally one hand casual. pocket. It grounds him. That's smart water. Smart. Okay. okay. The speed. And here we go. Well, it's only one left. That's Fiji. Okay. Um, and then he All right. went down and walked away from the mic. <laughs> it right? is like it, it's startling. Mission accomplished. Yeah, startling. <laughs> All right. You you identified six waters. How did mm-hmm. I do? Can I get a drum roll, please, Bean? Out of the six waters, you were able to accurately. Tell us. Give me the drum roll again because I feel like it's fading. <laughs> you are actually able to tell us one out of six. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you were wrong. Five out of six. Which one? Which now, one did which you get one? right? You got Arrowhead, the second one. Okay, that was the only one the I got. The first one was Evian. You said it was tap. Oh. <laughs> Arrowhead, you got right. Smart water, you said Dasani. Tap water, you said Evian. Fiji, you said smart. And Dasani, you said Fiji. You know, I think the testing factors weren't accurate because oh, I said I have a right? plastic the bottle. These factors. were these were out of I paper see, yeah. cups. If you do it okay. in a plastic bottle, it says on the outside of it what it <laughs> you is. You know what, man? I don't think you used your banine, you whale. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. I like to uh, call these people Kevin's people mm-hmm. that I'm about to introduce you to because I do love them so much. This is a woman who had sex with 20 ghosts and is now engaged to one. Oh, luck out. A British now, we've, we've met her before. On one show, time before right? in December, her name is Amethyst Realm. She told a British TV show ITV that she cheated on her fiancé. <gasps> How dare she? What with a, a ghost. What a whore. Wait, a real human? Real human fiancé okay. with a ghost. She cheated on the mm. guy so that she could have sex with the ghost. Mm. Now, is that really cheating if she had sex with something that's not a real person? She says... In her own words, the orgasms are better. Okay. Wow. Fair with enough. the ghost. So she goes back on ITV, their morning show, to do an interview. And they're going to do this. is a pretty long clip. You can stop at any point if you want. But they're sort of setting up and asking her a bunch of questions so you get the idea. To people who will be scratching their heads and say, get out of it. Come on. This didn't happen. Um, this is a real presence in your, in your life. You're a spiritual guidance constantly. You're used to this sort of thing. You open up channels to the other side. I do, yeah. And this is a channel that, um, well, you really connected with. Very much so, yeah. Uh, this person, this this present, um, can you tell us anything about him, her, it? I refer to it as him, because that's easier. Yeah. Um, 
By the way, um, you don't get to refer to them as him as because it's easier. Isn't it a him or a her? <laughs> also, I don't know. Or, the, or it's uh, undecided? I mean, There's no... And maybe she's attracted to dead people because her personality is dead. I'd say it is pretty dead, yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's very ancient, very wise, very kind. Has um, been on the planet before? I would say for a very long time, yeah. Yeah. So when yeah. did you first encounter this presence? Um, when I was over in Australia and I was taking a walk out in the bush mm-hmm. and just suddenly... It approached me. And is this something you can see or just something you feel? No, something you feel. So, yeah, just like a physical, an emotional sort of physical presence. Okay, listen, Mm. stop saying both of those words. It's either emotional or physical. Yeah, she's not very clear. Right. These these hosts are treating her with complete seriousness. They do the Mm -hmm. whole interview, and I don't know how. I don't know how either. I'm fascinated by them, but they keep trying to, like, help her appear like she's telling the truth. Yeah, they're going for their Pulitzer. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So then they ask about, you know, it's important when you're, if you're a young woman dating an old, old, wise man, Mm -hmm. what do you talk about? So tell me, when you and he um, talk... What do you talk about? We don't have a need for conversation. It's more just like about emotion and feeling and connection. And banging, apparently, because she's having (laughs) sex with this ghost all the time. No need to talk. We just bang. I wonder if there's no conversation because there's no ghost. (laughs) She wants to have a baby with said ghost. Okay. Ghost baby? Well, that's what they ask. You feel that you're going to connect to such a degree. Am I right that you will have a... Spiritual or physical baby? I hope so. What, what, yeah. spiritual or physical? Um, One or the other. Well, I would hope physical. I'm not sure what it will turn out like, but... But you, but you believe that there would be a physical... A child? Yeah, yeah, whether it be in spirit form or human form, I don't know. I mean, that's really rolling the dice to have a baby and not know at the end of that's it whether what my it's, thought is, is going to be it, human or ghost. Isn't the answer to that question really important? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the interviewers did hold her hold her to it, though, really repeating the question <laughs> to an absolute madwoman three times to get a real answer. We've talked to Drew about ghost loads before. <laughs> yeah, true. Yes. I feel like she's doing the it's right thing It's a real here. thing. It's real, yeah. yeah. So she leaves Australia, and when she got on the plane, she was really sad because she had to leave the ghost behind. To her surprise, the ghost went with her. She suddenly realized it surprised me and, yeah, come with me. I'm, try- I'm trying to understand this. Is this similar to being... Possessed? No. No? It's similar to a normal earthbound relationship. Just well, except, my partner happens except, to be a spirit. Except it's not like because it's not. no one can meet or, or yeah. see or greet or... Maybe this is like having a really nice dream. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that you can go back into and opt into whenever you want. Right. No, I'd say it's definitely real. I'm definitely awake. He's given her every out possibility. Right, yeah. Maybe it's just a dream. Have you thought of that? Mm. No, it's definitely real and emotional. So now he asks, how exactly does sex with a ghost work? You're awake. What are you feeling? Are you, are you being touched? Are you being held? Are you being kissed? Are you being, or is it just conversation? Sometimes, yeah. And that's it's just like a normal relationship. So you get excited, you get turned on by this relationship. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you did, you did say that actually on the flight back from Australia, um, you did... Okay, on the flight back from Australia, you did... See a movie and it was good. Okay, Allie? <laughs> oh, she, uh... Bean? 
I gotta agree with Ali. Yeah. Actually yeah. go into the loo and do it what some people do. Member from Mile High Club. Member of the Mile High Club. Why'd they have to go in the bathroom? <laughs> That's what they asked her. <laughs> oh, they did? She Good. said because I'm not comfortable. I couldn't get oh, into it in yeah. front of She's people. Private. Right. She's very private. Uh-huh. Right. So she joined the Solo Mile High Club, which by the way, I'm a member of too, so what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's not a big deal. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. We'll uh, start by talking a little Christmas and the great big present our friends at K-Rock gave me by announcing an almost acoustic Christmas lineup that came straight out of my iPod. Thank you, K-Rock, for having us here tonight. Let's play some songs, huh? The K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas 2018, December 8th and 9th, The Forum. All the details Monday morning at 7.15 with Kevin and Bean. Jensen, you uh, posted that you've put up your last podcast. I did, yeah. Uh, it's uh, too much to talk all week and then go do it on a weekend. Were you a little sad about that? Absolutely. We did eight years of Get Up On This. We're wow. handing it off to friend of Kevin and Bean, Ali Siegel. Love. Uh, She'll be terrific. She will be. I think we've heard too much of two white dudes. So excited <laughs> to bring females in. And I get to do this uh, every week on the show. So I get my fix. Explain yeah, to people should... what this is. Well, what I do is I get you up on something that is new, not yet hit mainstream, or something you may have missed, and it's me getting you into a song or an album or an app or a friend oh. or a pet oh. or your parents you've never met. I, I've done that before. Wow. It's called Get Up On This. Get up, get on up, 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 on this. I've done the show, uh, the podcast, for eight years. Right. Never in my life have I been more surprised to get you up on something than I am this week. More wow. surprised? I, this is Hot Take Jones back in the building. Okay. All right. Uh, I can't believe I'm about to tell you this. I want you to get up on the new Black Eyed Peas album, Masters <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> of the Sun, Volume 1. What's I'm going to say no. Right it now? was fun while it lasted, Jensen. We've appreciated your contributions listen, to the show listen, so long. listen. Beat it, kid. Listen. <laughs> hey, how about a little less questions and a little more shut the hell up? I have never in my life liked anything from the Black Eyed Peas except for the album Behind the Front 20 years ago when they were just an L.A. local underground backpack band. Right. Everything they've done since has been absolute garbage for me. I think mm-hmm. Will I Am has become a CNN hologram. Uh, they're awful. He'd rather make Tesla electric cars and talk about how his watch is going to change the world. These are things. I, why would I ever listen to? To a Black Eyed Peas song. My right. Humps, uh, the, Where Is the Love. These are songs that deserve in a to-, to be in a toilet. But what about Fergalicious? Fergalicious, London Bridge, all of those songs deserve to be dirt. So what are you getting us up on then? Well, this last weekend I saw a post from one of the great hip-hop, uh, I guess, visionaries. He's also sort of a tastemaker. Vanilla Ice. <laughs> Quest Love oh, from oh. The Roots. Okay. And he posted on Instagram... Can't believe I'm doing this, but the new Black Eyed Peas album is very good. Now, I think he's trolling. Right. So I'm like, why would I ever download a Black Eyed Peas album? So I went to uh, iTunes, my uh, app of choice, and I downloaded Masters of the Sun Volume 1. It's a new Black Eyed Peas album that could not have failed worse last week. It's not even going to break the top 20. Is that right? No, it's... It is because ab- it's Black Eyed Peas. Yes, it okay. is an absolute flop, and no one and, wants to hear the Black Eyed Peas in 2018. And by the way, uh, Fergie's not in the band anymore either, right? Well, we're going to get to that. So okay, the Black sorry. Eyed Peas. Well, I'm saying the Black Eyed Peas started their career as just the three of them, 
Apple to App, Taboo, Will I Am, three names I wish I never knew. <laughs> and they didn't have Fergie in it. Then they had Fergie join and they blew up. But the album I listened to, Behind the Front, the first one, which you should all get on, it's very good, that was just the three of them. Okay. Fergie and them seem to have had a fallout. Uh, if you read through the quotes and the lines. and well, now, I heard her sing the national anthem. Yeah, that yeah. was a real fallout. <laughs> and uh, now the three of them are back together, and they've created an album over the past eight years. They have not released anything new. Uh, and this record is a return to their hip-hop form. Okay? Is that right? Nas is, uh, appears on the record. Slick Rick, Fife Dog. Okay. Uh, Post-death, obviously. Uh, De La Soul shows up on the album. Uh, then every once in a while, you sh- something pops up like Nicole Scherzinger. But sure, Estero, who is on the first uh, this first and second record she worked on, she shows up back on this Black Eyed Peas album to kind of do the Fergie parts. Mm-hmm. This record's good. <gasps> what? We're going to start with Back to Hip Hop, which features Nas. Ring the alarm, get in the horn and inform. Everyone the more gonna melt on. That the funk phenomenon has been reborn and transformed. You could have sworn that you wasn't wrong because we was trapped in a box. The rap is bond and we're squared till we kicked into an octagon. We've gotten strong from the pain that's undergone. We're upon, we kill the beat when the mic ain't on. That's my mother a procedure. I'm cold with the flow, I will freeze ya. I'm the emperor, I'm Caesar. Can somebody tell me what the MCs are? I violate all the guitars, annihilate and operate like I'm on ER. Lyrically gangbang, cause I'm beating That uh, sounds only great. It's really good. And not only that, like the boom bap of it, the sort of fun, exciting thing, they don't talk about garbage. They don't talk, they actually sort of have a message. One of them is now blind. Uh, Apple to App is now legally blind. Taboo just ba- uh, beat cancer. Will I Am is again talking like a human being. I saw an interview where he's not just like, like he's not just insane. They may have been grounded enough to actually return to form. Wow. Which is nuts. And also, I mean, let's be honest, it's from failure, but that's not that's not necessarily wrong. I mean, sometimes bands have to fail in order to find some sort of footing, and I never thought they would. This second song is called Get Ready. Get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready for the bomb drop. Chop a motherfucker with my tomahawk. Blood clot. Blood clot. Cardiac arrest make your heart stop. You're now tuned in to my monologue. Boom in bass place with my dialogue. Zoom out so you can see my whole catalog. I was on the ground when I was an underdog. Yeah, guys. All right. The Black Eyed Peas return to form uh, is something to get up on. No one's buying it. They're doing a world tour right now, so I, I doubt they're going to come to the U.S. because they know what that's going to look like. I don't know if they could fill the House of Blues in 2018. Uh, it's sort of weird that everybody sort of gave up on them. Then they come out with something good and no one even gives it a chance. Well, they don't have much goodwill. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth, and that's a pun also. Uh, but they don't have much goodwill, and that and that is because they have turned their back on hip-hop for a very long time or anything that got them there. And also, they they became extremely unrelatable. Uh, they were annoying. They, all those things are true uh but songs like this next one new wave you can't really deny tab always on time no delay need a rewind bring it back replay what the fuck oh, they be rhyming about these days they be mumbling like what the fuck did he say so please speak clear and enunciate don't be all up in my ear and irritate be different differentiate y'all be the new be the new brand new Come and come and come and get it. Come and come and come and get it. Come 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 and get it. Come 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 and get it. It's the new wave. It's the new wave. How about that? 
Yeah. And they sample a bunch of good things. Obviously, you heard the BCs there, but they also sample Soul to Soul oh. uh, on the record. They are just really fun. And If you uh, would have told me yesterday that your get up on this was Black Eyed Peas, I would have said, don't do it. Pick something else. Trust me. I also believed this. Wow. I had to listen to the album two or three times to go, am I hallucinating? <laughs> uh, I'm not. This is a good album. No one's going to listen to it. That's why I'm trying to get you up on it. Just because Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Fergie is gone, which could be a good thing for a lot of people, sure. but if you liked the Black Eyed Peas when you were younger, which a lot of us did, they released a, uh, a retro, it's a 20 year anniversary of their first album, they released something in order to uh, to sort of celebrate that. Hmm. And that was my Get Up On. Get Up, Get On Up On This 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 It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock I was uh, horrified to find out that I work with somebody who eats pizza with a knife and a fork. How dare you? Because what kind of monster is mm-hmm. Bean that he sits down with a piece of pizza and pulls out a fork? Yeah. Holy Here's what I'm going to say about that. I eat a lot of foods with a with a fork and with a or with a fork and knife, but I will tell you that pizza for some reason by the way, I 100% eat pizza with a fork and, and knife. There's Every no, time? Every time. Because right? pizza's a messy hand food. It's going to get on you. I don't need it. But here's the thing I'll say about <laughs> pizza, though, is that that is the one that really... I mean, remember when... Uh, what's his name? Bill Bla- uh, de Blasio, the mayor of New York. Remember Forkgate? Mm-hmm. Remember when he sat down sure. and had a yeah. pizza? People were like, I don't know if I can vote for this guy anymore. You know why? Monster. Right. I just... I don't know why... What, what it is about pizza that drives people so crazy that somebody would choose to, to use a fork so that they don't get their hands all greasy. I mean, we were disgusted by that. But then when we found out what else you do with the fork and knife, what other foods, mm-hmm. pizza became the least of my concerns. <laughs> um I don't like to I don't like hand foods, same, you guys. Same. What? If, I, if yeah. I can eat it with a fork and it's neater that way, why wouldn't I? Do you eat pizza with a fork and a knife? I can if it gets very greasy. I would rather mm-hmm. eat it with a fork and a knife than dab it with a napkin, which I've seen more yeah, commonly those are gross. and hate it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if it is a disgusting piece, in that way, I will, I will, I will cut it up. So you have a line where it gets bad mm-hmm. enough. Well, yes, but as I said, Bean earlier, goes into it with fork and knife. Yeah, absolutely. I got caught this weekend by my fiance uh, eating chips and salsa with a fork and a knife, which was insane. I admit. Okay, hold on. Yeah, you don't need a knife though; just a fork. Hold I up, know. it was a fork. You piece, do too, yeah. Bean. Yes. Okay, a uh, fork. Well, because how does that? The salsa wasn't in a bowl, so I would normally dip and eat, which Uh I don't love doing. Like he said, I don't like food on my hands. But uh, because this was a flat plate with salsa to the left of the chips, I would then move the chip with the fork and then bring it up to my mouth all together. Why couldn't you just grab the chip? And touch it and put it up to your mouth. Because then it would be messy. To What's messy about that? I'm not getting any leverage down and then up with the chip. I'm, I'm, well, you're bad with your hands, then. Well, then I'm bad what? with my hands, and I'm willing to say that. <laughs> Danielle is still going through with the wedding. Yes, she's okay. decided okay. to stick with it, despite the fact... It was probably like a two-day waffling period where she wasn't had sure. Had to be, had yeah. to be. Right? Well, I give her that kind okay. of time. He uh, does sandwiches, hamburgers, okay, all of that. Okay, slow down. Sandwiches. Yes. Bean. Yes. Jensen. Peanut, peanut sandwiches, butter. I'll eat with hand. Okay. 
peanut butter and jelly, though, there's a chance that either the peanut butter or the jelly is going to escape. He's and right. you, don't, you don't want to take a risk with right. that. Can't have a jailbreak. Right? <laughs> you don't want to take a risk with that? No. Right. Obviously, uh, 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 hamburgers, uh, 100%. 100% knife and fork. The only no thing I ever use for a hamburger is a knife and a fork, maybe to cut it in half if it's huge and you maybe. can't hold on to it. But that's it. I'll throw, and, I'll throw something in, Bean. Okay. Buffalo wings. Nope. Fork and knife. <laughs> Oh, absolutely, fork and knife. Yeah, hundred percent fork and knife. Yeah. Oh and I'll tell God. you the other one. And by the way, we are going to take some calls on this topic. Uh, if you want to weigh in, one eight hundred five two zero one zero six. I mean, should Allie and I quit? Kevin, uh, I was just going to say, what are we doing? What's here? happening? These either, people are insane. Either you're. This on is when the... you find out like your neighbor's a murderer or something like <laughs> that. You go, Holy this cow! Is this is your rear rear window. <laughs> Why? Oh. <laughs> either uh, either you're right and you're uh, you're neat like Judson and I, yeah. and you eat lots of things with forks. We want to hear from you at one 520 Or you're normal and not an, a monster. Or you have a problem with friends or family or loved ones doing the same thing. I'm going to throw this one out, and this mm-hmm. is the one that has made my wife threaten to divorce me on numerous occasions. We all eat spaghetti or pasta with a fork, all of us, right? 100%. Yes. But I cut up my pasta with a knife and fork to make the pasta pieces very small so that I don't have to do any of that twirling. I don't oh, have to do any of that. That's the best part. I don't have to do any of that winding it around my fork to get it into my mouth. I just. That it's, twirling really just burns calories, doesn't it? You really know, difficult. It's, it's not Are that. You it's just. Lady in the tramp? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. It's just that you're going to get some of that pasta on your face. Some That's of right. that is going to be on your chin. Do you Have you ever wiped yourself off? Yes. I use Do you napkins. take a shower? Of course. Well, then use... who cares? I'm just saying <laughs> I would rather put the fork in and bring out a bite-sized piece of, of spaghetti or pasta. I mean, I'm not seeing, saying that I eat spaghetti with my hands. Mm-hmm. That would be I would be no, a monster no. then. No, I'm saying, you. of course, we all use a fork, but I cut up the pasta so that I don't have to do any of that nonsense twirl. I like yeah. that because then also the suck up with the... And then you don't have the spray on the shirt being... Exactly. Mm-hmm. I do like that. I 100%. Just, I'm not Here's happy with... Here's where Bean lost me. Okay. Apples. Yes, apples. Because if you're if you're eating if you're eating an apple, it's going to have juice in it, and yes, that's so not you, that's I, why you eat it. You can right. cut up an apple into slices. Yes, yes, that's what I do. I love and that. then what? Pick them up with a fork and eat them. Yeah, dip it in peanut butter. What's the? Oh my god! Do you do the peanut butter thing, Bean? No, I don't do the peanut butter. No, too messy. It could get on me. No, but this I would dip insane. it. If I use a fork, it's definitely not messy. It's just a dip. Let's take one call before the break because we're running out of time. 1-800-520-1067. Let's go to Angel, line one, Los Angeles, please. I think Angel's on our side here, Jensen. What's up, guys? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And yes, I am. I have, I, I just, many excuses. I, I do eat a pizza with a fork and a knife. Yeah. As say, you I only have I only had one slice and I really got to make it count. Because I'm skinny, but I'm a fat boy with pizza. The whole thing disappears. Okay, but hold, how does, all, hold on, hold on. How does you yeah. using a fork with pizza determine how much you eat? Oh, no, because it's called a bite size. It's like, it's a He's little slowing pizza. it down. He's slowing the process I'm down. slowing it down. Oh, oh. Yeah. So, you know so what most people do for a bite size? They pick it up and they take a bite. Yeah. So you're I not... Know, but I, no, no, no. When it comes like that with, with my hand, I can eat the whole thing with two bites. I know it. Okay, you're a weirdo. I don't want you on my side. No, 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 no. no. He's a weirdo. Please. He's on your side. You have him. 
I'm All a right. pizza lover. Yeah. Now let's take, uh, uh, we can't. Eric, you hang on. We'll get to you first right after this break. 1-800-520-1067. Eating foods with a fork or a fork and knife, other people judge you or you judge other people. That's the topic. We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. First, which line are we going to? We're going to go to Eric, line five, please, Huntington Beach. He's got one to add to the list of foods you should only eat with a knife and fork. Hey, Eric. Uh, how's it going, guys? Good, good. I'm a team bean on this, fork Ooh. and knife, everything. But uh, the one that causes the most most issues, corn on the cob. A hundred percent. There's no reason to ever pick up corn, corn on the cob. Uh, even with the little, uh, what do they call the little things you stick in the even end? Even with the, the little tong things? Yeah, even with the little tong what? things. What? Nope. It's just, it's just, just too messy. You cut, you cut that corn off and eat it with a fork. What That's kind of a slob do. are you that you're getting food all over your entire body when you eat something? The opposite. I'm the neatest eater in the world because I, I you're eliminate. You're a monster, sir. I eliminate all of the opportunities for it to go wrong. You're Eric a monster, is, as is Eric from Huntington yeah. Beach. You guys Eric, hate America, right? Eric, do you get, uh, you get pushback from friends and family and loved ones over using a fork? For, for years, I ended up having to grow a beard and mustache just so it kind of looked like I had a reason to use a fork and knife. <laughs> wow, that's dedication. <laughs> well, we accept you into our life. Absolutely, Eric. You don't have to be ashamed or grow a beard or anything with Bean and I. Thank you for the call, sir. We appreciate it. We're taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067. By the way, Garrett writes in, I cut up my pasta, too. For my three-year-old, what the hell are you doing, Bean? I don't even know what to think, what to do. Yeah, Kevin, we got to get out what of here. What should we do? I'm regretting this uh, topic because I, I feel like America found. is already split down the middle no, in enough Bean, ways. Bean, listen, when people bring new revolutionary ideas to the table, they're not always accepted immediately. Sometimes <laughs> this is a it takes new time. revolutionary idea, is it? Yeah, well, well, we appear to be in the minority, I'll tell you no, that. That's We're, true. Jensen and I eat many foods with a fork or a fork and knife that y'all just pick up with your hands like Neanderthals. Yeah, why don't you go eat at medieval times? Seriously. <laughs> uh, Jadess writes in, uh, I'm with uh, Bean and Jensen, fork and knife life. Woo! But then Seabass writes in, hey, Allie, let me know when you and Kevin start your podcast. I just can't deal with the other two anymore. <laughs> right? Amen. I've listened from the beginning and now I'm out. Damn it, Bean and just, uh, Jensen. F you. That's mm, from Seabass. Because so. they're monsters. They're let's awful try, people. Let's get through as many calls as we can here. We got a bunch of good ones. We got another Eric on line five, this time from Torrance, up first in this segment here on the Kevin Show. Eric, thank you for calling. What say you? Good morning. Uh, sushi is the topic. Yeah, you um, eat it with your hands or chopsticks. Fork. That's a fork. Sushi. Mm-hmm. Fork as well. Well, I can't do chopsticks. I used to not be able to. I would eat it with a fork. With I got to be honest. Soy sauce. I got to be honest. I do it because I can't use chopsticks. You use a fork yes. instead of your hands. Oh, I use my oh. hands on most of the stuff, uh-huh. but if it's dirty... Welcome I, to the revolution, no. Kevin. Oh, <laughs> no, no, I do it because I fail in a different okay. situation. I can't okay. use the chopsticks. Excuses. Welcome to the <laughs> no, team. No, sir, I am not on your wow. team. Not with you. This is concerning. Um, Eric is absolutely right. Is. Sushi is definitely a fork item, for sure. No. Yeah, your hands smell like soy sauce for like three weeks. Do you oh, ever wash? You I, I wash. I'm just saying that's that's like hot Cheetos. I also use a fork with those because that will be your hands will be orange for years. You use a fork with hot Cheetos? Yes. You just scoop it up. Yeah, you don't like. No, I don't. Okay. I don't, get I don't out puncture of, it. You get out yeah. of America. Let's go right? to Long yes, Beach. Kevin. Line seven, Samantha. By was the that way, a good burn? It was. It was good. <laughs> Speaking of America, by the way, um, Helfred writes in, Dear Kevin and Bean, please not forget that our current president also eats pizza with a knife and fork. Boom! Congrats, You're all guys. monsters. Boom! Yes. Well, I'm just saying, eight clocks, even a broken clock is right twice. 
Well said. All right, Samantha, you're up. Hi, good morning. I eat ribs with the fork. Yeah, ribs you are should. an especially so messy food. Rib, just eating off eating off of a bone to me is disgusting. My fiance loves eating off, like loves ribs. And anytime we go somewhere where there are ribs, I will sit on the same side of the table as him, so I cannot see him because yeah. it's just disgusting. Absolutely, she's right. I mean, it is a, it is, it can be disgusting, but I don't eat that with a fork because it's made to be picked up. Pick it up, and then what you no, do is you wash your hands. If, if for any reason, if the meat is too tough and it won't come off the bone, I won't eat it. I refuse yeah. to. Yeah, because you don't want to, you don't want to wrestle with an animal carcass. Right? I understand. How yeah. difficult is that? Exactly. Yeah. Samantha, I have a song for you. You eat everything with the knife and fork. You're a dick. Dick. Oh, Just use on. your Right? Thank you for calling. (laughs) All right. Let's try uh, Stephanie Riverside, please, uh, line six. I think that was a little harsh. Uh Very nicely. I loved it. Hey, Stephanie. Hi. Good morning. You're a monster or you are against monsters? I'm against monsters. Okay. Um, Excellent. So I was calling because I have a coworker that eats everything with a knife and fork, but the worst thing we've seen her do it with is a freaking taco. No. Uh, taco? How do you eat? It's worse. Oh, yeah, guys. Never heard of a taco salad? That's all that is. That's a taco with it's, fork and knife. A taco is worse with a knife and fork as far as mess yes. up taco salads. It's the same thing. It is, it is absolutely. She'll lay it flat on the plate, bust out a fork and knife, cut it, and they'll be like, well, my mouth is too small, so I can't pick it up. Oh, well, that's I don't want her on my team. What the? That's a weird Yeah, one. her mouth is too small. Right? I'm trying, to decide whether her boyfriend. <laughs> trying to decide whether her mouth is too small is hot or not. I can't. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I don't think it's a positive, if that's what you're saying. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. What's happening on this Thursday morning? Well, what's happening is this Saturday, we've got Jonah Hill hosting SNL. What do we think about that, huh? He has uh, hosted before he and has. was very entertaining. He will be on with musical guest Maggie Rogers. And then if you're wondering after that, who's going to be hosting? Well, on November 10th, making their hosting debut on SNL, Liev Schreiber. All right. Oh. Hey, we haven't uh, talked about one of our uh, favorite shows, The Return of Ray Donovan. Are you guys in? I have been out for the last season. I am not. Really? Yeah, yeah lost me. Yeah. Was it Susan Sarandon joining the cast, she Allie? She didn't help. Okay. Because it came back help. with a very interesting episode last weekend. Yeah? You might want to think about getting back in. Mm, maybe. His uh, musical guest, Lil uh, Wayne. Okay. All right. So those are two SNLs coming up that I just told you about. <laughs> I guess it's not like you're impressed. Yeah, Shriver seems super dull to me. Uh, yeah, he doesn't seem like he would have the best time doing comedy. I know that that's yeah. his character mm-hmm. on the show, but he seems like that in real life, too. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I will uh, I will tape it just to see how hot he looks. Okay. Because he's Same. a babe. He's a babe, and I want to you know, check Allie, it out. Um, you don't have to tape it because you have Hulu. Sure Just saying, okay. that's what I do is I get up on okay. Sunday mornings and mm-hmm. watch it on Hulu straight through with oh. no commercials. Well, it's pretty cool. Fantastic. I, I mean, if she, could, she had access to Hulu, it would right. help. I, uh, if I bought it for two years in a row and she still has never <laughs> turned it on one time. I have it. Uh, remember the other day we were discussing off the air, if you could only watch one network, what would it be? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we that's were trying a to... tough, tough question. Yeah, we were trying to figure it out. Um, 
I now have my answer. Okay. Because remember, I had said, well, you know, all my favorite shows tend to be on FX. I love uh, Baskets, Atlanta, Better Things, Mayans, MC, American Horror Story. Love those shows. Same. But I would be so bummed if I was missing Peaky Blinders and Killing Eve. Those are my oh, two BBC other America. favorite shows with BBC. So what do I do? Well, guess what FX did? They heard me off the air having this conversation. Yesterday? Yes. And already made a change? They have signed a licensing deal that will give the UK broadcaster exclusive rights to all FX scripted series. So all I have to do is get BBC because now they're going to have all the FX shows that I love. (gasps) But, wow. But sometimes that's later, isn't it? Like a week later or whatever? Listen, why are you questioning how great If you only have one channel in your life, it doesn't matter if it's a week later. Because my whole concern was if I have, if I keep FX and then I have to talk to somebody that has BBC and I have to be like, what happened on Peaky Blinders? And that's just tough. Now it's like they know and they did this for me. So thank you, FX. And Kevin, BBC. what's your one channel if you could only have one? And we're taking out Netflix and Hulu and, uh, you know, uh, streaming amalgamation services. channels. Yeah, streaming mm-hmm. services. We're just talking about one channel for the rest of your life. What is it? Uh, Fox Sports West. Okay, for Kings <laughs> Games. Yeah. Okay. So, so you would have no TV oh, shows. Oh, no, I love, love, love. Mm-hmm. Mayans no on, TV uh, shows FX. in your life, though. Right, but you, if you're going to pick one for the rest of your life, yeah. you're going to have to give up most shows. Right. Yeah, of course. No matter what channel you pick. Of course. So I think I have to go that way. Okay. All right. I thought you'd But then I'm like, going over to my neighbor's house and I'm watching for FX. Sure. Yeah, all for the time. For sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bean, what about you? I thought about this. Uh, I need some rules, though, because mm-hmm. I like to stay current. So I would tend to say I'd want a, you know, a CNN or a, an MSNBC or something like but that. You can get that online, but yeah. you can get that online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if if I'm still allowed to see the news on the internet, then I think I'm going with TCM. I think that's my only choice. TCM. What do they have? Movies. But round the clock, twenty four seven, classic movies. But, but what about all the current stuff that you want to keep current on? Again, I want to keep current, right. but I want a network that only shows me old, <laughs> old ass crusty movies. Because, <laughs> what are you talking about? Because the level of quality on TCM is unparalleled in terms of uh, in terms of content. You know, if you could, again, of course, you're giving up. Uh, you're giving up the rest of the but world. But you're giving up everything new. Yes, because in in general. <laughs> It's a high, like I said, it's a higher level of quality. These movies from the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s, I think I'm going to get more entertainment value out of than a 2018 network of another stripe. So I'm TCM. Pizza with a knife and a fork and picks TCM. Yeah. What are we doing? I don't know. (laughs) I'm just bummed for all of you that your two favorite networks didn't get together and were like, let's help Allie out. Yeah. I mean, that was I mean, pretty they awesome. Did care about you a lot more. Yeah. Thank you. you. Do yeah. Thank you, FX and BBC. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Um, not to pile on with horrible news, but uh, Tyler Perry is done with Medea. No. Yes. Oh, no I'm, more Medea. I'm no. sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. Only ten movies too late. He He's, made this decision. <laughs> he is bidding. No. Bidding farewell to the beloved character, Medea. No! Yeah, we have some time, though. Uh, This is all happening in 2019. He went on with Sirius XM host Bevy Smith. Mistake, sorry. Uh, Let's keep going. Had real sexy talk. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I don't accident. it. Took a weird turn. Um, And he said, we're going to say goodbye in 19. I just don't want to be her age playing her. 
which that's the issue. Yeah, which is interesting because a lot of women. Um, well, that's what they're up against, you know, roles for for their age. Sure. So he doesn't want to have to do that, at, you know, as a man playing her. Uh-huh. So no more Diary of a Mad Black Woman, Medea's Family Reunion, Meet the Browns, Medea Goes to Jail, Medea's Witness Protection. I mean, those are just going to, they'll probably be on TCM. Sure. So. Yeah, 40, I mean, 40 years is, from now. He is ageist against his own woman yes. character yep. that he created. Yes. Oh, that bitch is too old now to make movies. That's exactly what I thought when I read that. I was like, th- just come up with a better reason. Like, wow. I've done it all. Something like, I don't want to play it's that played bitch out when she's my age. Yeah. Woo. Oh, man, a world with no Medeas, right? Now, are I a lot know. of black folks going to be sad with that news? I don't know. Uh, give a call right now. one 800 1065 Nope. No? no. My wife's got every one of those, by the no, way. No, she has, has she really not. loves them. She loves them. <sighs> loves Medea. She didn't go once with high expectations and then come home disappointed? Oh, I think she thought some were better than others, but okay. she loves that character and loves Tyler Perry and is is in first weekend every one of those Medea movies, as, as obviously a lot of people are. Maybe she's more disappointed at home, so then she goes to... <laughs> Not quite a disappointing of a movie. It's very right? lovely. It's got real sad real quick. <laughs> it did. <laughs> All right, you guys, some birthdays for you. We've got Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers, Jenny McCarthy, Larry Flint, Tony Collette, and Tim Cook. And that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. If I could just bring up RJ quick before we do our uh, bet with him about the NFL. Okay. RJ Bell. Yes, hello, hello. Uh, we just found out that Bean eats pizza with a knife and a fork. How do, how do you feel about Ooh. going on our show now and talking football? Can you L- Listen, I'm a, I'm a man of diversity, okay. right? So personally, in my private life, I wouldn't associate with that. Okay. But I, I, I want to embrace all different types. Okay, go ahead, Bean. That's, that's very generous of you, RJ, to still agree to talk with me. It's uh, RJ Bell time, you guys. Hit it, Steve. Cause he's RJ Kevin trying to turn the guests against you. I want him to have full information. <laughs> RJ, more open-minded than you, apparently. <laughs> hey, uh, RJ is the founder of Pregame.com, of course, the exclusive odds provider for the Associated Press. RJ Bell's dream preview, his podcast with uh, football, NFL, and college. And he talks to us every Thursday about this time, about this weekend's game. i got to be honest, RJ, have not been... Super impressed with the past couple of weeks. One and two last weekend. What went wrong, sir? You know what's funny, and this is the absolute truth, is we're in a contest, me and the guys that make picks with me, that's the most expensive contest in the world. It's 5000 to enter. Right? Wow. 125 people entered. It's winner take all. Wow. Almost 700 k We are half a game out of first place. And, uh, you know, if we win it, it's 700K. So I've been red hot this year. And that helps us how. Here's how. (laughs) Because if I'm selecting from five games, which is what that contest is, down to three for you guys. Right. That means if we're red hot and we'll break even with you guys, it's just been bad luck selecting those games. So as long as we stay hot, we're going to be fine. And, oh, by the way, 
we have four straight winning years here. So, well, that's right. Right. And, and by the way, let's one more thing. We are now exactly 50% on the year. So we're not even losing yet. We're just okay. at the coin flip stage. And, and I'm going to make a strong prediction. We will profit a fifth straight year by the Super Bowl. All right. Okay. Plenty and I, of will, time. I won't ask for an apology. Good, because you know you won't get one on this show. All right, we're going to get to the Rams at the end, but let's go with your official picks this week, RJ, and we'll start with the big dog. The Buffalo Bills hosting the Chicago Bears. They're both terrible teams. What do you do with something like this? Well, if you think the Bears are terrible, then you've got to bet the Bills here or like the Bills, and that's what I like. Bills at home plus 10. Ten. Yes, I think you could make the case Chicago is – an average team or even a little above average, but average teams should not lay double digits on the road. In fact, Chicago in the last 30 years, this is only the second time they've been double digit road favorites, which means what? Either Chicago's really good, they're not, or the Bills are really bad. Well, the Bills looked really bad on Monday night. They looked terrible, but that's the whole way of getting value. The average batter, I call him Freddy Fanny Pack. He walks around with a fanny pack, <laughs> right. and he eats Twinkies on a stick. Now, think about deep-fried <laughs> Twinkies down on Fremont Street. Those guys are saying, no way will I bet the Bills. That means there's value on the Bills. Bills are a big dog, an ugly dog, plus 10. By, uh, by the way, I also love that they throw dildos on the on the field at, uh, when they play at home. Yes. That's pretty strong. <laughs> and by the way, the fanny pack guy eating uh, Twinkies mm-hmm. on a stick, he just described Dave. Yeah. He did, yeah. That's, that's true. true. Yeah. Yes. I, in fact, he was my inspiration, Absolutely. but I thought calling him like for, uh, Fanny Pack Dave would be too close <laughs> too to on home. The nose. Exactly. <laughs> yes. uh, best bet of the weekend is the Minnesota Vikings minus four and a half hosting the Detroit Lions. Why is that your best bet, RJ? Well, this is another example of what the average fan is thinking. They saw Minnesota on Sunday Night Football, it was a standalone game, and they got beat. And the Saints beat them, and it was like, oh, my, Minnesota's not as good as we thought. Except the Saints took advantage of two turnovers, which tends to average out in the long run. Minnesota actually had more yardage. So if they had played that game again, odds are Minnesota would have won. But everyone's looking saying, no, no, Minnesota lost. So one, we got value. Number two, Minnesota needs this win, so they're going to be motivated because they don't have a great record on the year. And one last thing, while we're fading the lines here. There's the trading deadline that just ended. NFL fans would have heard about it. Now, there's two effects to the trading deadline. One is you gain or lose players, but there's a second effect. The front office is telling the team, hey, we're in it to win it this year, or maybe we're not if we're giving away our guys. The Lions traded away their best receiver. So that's not only his absence on the field, but the psychology in the locker room that they've given up on the season. Best bet of the week. We're going against the Lions. Minnesota favored by four and a half. That is interesting. But don't the Lions give up on the season by week two most years anyway? You know, this year they were, if you look at the standings, the Lions are in the playoff hunt. But, but But the rumor is the guy they traded, Golden Tate, who used to be an L.A. guy. Right. Golden Tate, they're saying, was con- had conflicts with the new coach. Patricia is his name from the Lions. So it's not even, oh, he's not good on the field anymore, Tate. It's, oh, he's not getting along with the coach, which I think Golden Tate's been with Detroit for years. So if anything, there's going to be more teammates that like Golden Tate than the new coach. Good I point. think it's a sign of turmoil. 
I'd also like to remind you he won a Super Bowl with the Seahawks, too. True. All right. Steelers-Ravens, if I recall correctly, didn't Baltimore win their first meetup this year? They did. And that was uh, part of the revenge here. So Steelers are the pick, plus three. So three-point underdogs. And here's the thing. This is probably the most heated rivalry in the NFL. Now, what does that mean? That means that motivation is going to be consistent. Both teams are going to be motivated because they hate each other. And because of that, that's advantage Pittsburgh. Why? Because Pittsburgh's motivation ebbs and flows more than any other teams in the NFL. When they're motivated, Pittsburgh is really good. And when they're not motivated, they are not good, to quote Chevy Chase from Caddyshack. Now, (laughs) Now, in close games... The teams that are familiar with each other, they tend to play close games. Another advantage for taking points here. And last thing is the familiarity and the motivation. And you add up the Steelers needing that motivation and getting points. It's probably one of my best bets of the season so far. Pittsburgh plus three. And that's the big game. All right, that's your big game. Your best bet is the Vikings minus four and a half hosting Detroit. Big Dog Bills plus 10 hosting Bears. We can't let you go without asking about the Saints-Rams game. Uh, A lot of people think, and I don't know if you're one of them yet, that this could be the one that finally puts an L on the Rams season. Yeah, so by definition, the, the Vegas spread is saying this is what Vegas thinks of the game. They actually have the Saints favored. Now, remember, for those that aren't football fans, the home field advantage matters. So New Orleans has the home field advantage. So that means it's not that the Saints are the better team. It's the Saints with the home field are expected to win. But remember, when you have an undefeated team that's an underdog, that's what the average fan says. Oh, my gosh, I get the undefeated team and I get points. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Those teams tend to lose historically. So if I had to bet this game, I would like the Saints. But I also think the Rams are mighty good. And just one good last thing. The Rams are clearly, in the eyes of Vegas, right now the best team in the NFL. Yeah, they can't play a game without scoring at least 30 points. I mean, we haven't seen anything like this in a long time. Real quick, Jared Goff had a big jump between year one and two, but his jump between last year and this year has been just as big. Goff right now, top 10 quarterback in the NFL. R.J. Bell's Dream Preview is the podcast available on iTunes. Let's not forget the daily radio show, too. The first national sports betting show straight out of Vegas with R.J. Bell. Weekdays 3 to 4 on Fox Sports Radio. You can follow him on Twitter at R.J. in Vegas. The website is pregame.com. R.J., we enjoyed it. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. A pair of tickets to WWE SmackDown Live at Staples Center November the 20th. This is going to be a fun, fun event. AXS.com if you want to buy the tickets or you can win them right now. What's this one called? Phrase. Me outside. How about that? <laughs> That's the whole intro, too, by the way. <laughs> You want to hear it again? Yes, I do, please. Because what we're looking for is we're going to give you a catchphrase and you uh-huh. have to give us the wrestler's name. Correct. And the title of the game is Catch Phrase. Me so Omar phoned that one in. Yes. Yeah, Omar, uh, Omar yelling phrase in the middle might be my favorite By the part. way, we listened to that yesterday because Omar's like, I don't remember if we have an intro. We listened to that. We all died laughing. We are like, that's it. Don't, don't redo it. <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> uh, callers are on the line ready to play. Who's hosting, please? Uh, I'll do this. All right. Let's start with Nadia in Irvine. Hi. Hi, I am ready. Oh, great. Are you a wrestle head? 
No, no one says that, dude. <laughs> Let's play a clip. Yes, and- I am. Okay, perfect. Let's play a clip, and you tell me who the wrestler is that has said this catchphrase. I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. Who's that? Rick Flair. Rick Flair. It is not Ric Flair. Also, you are an incredible ventriloquist. <laughs> you got some bad help. Sorry. Yep. Uh, that was Roman Reigns. Sorry about that, Nadia. Mm. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Carlos in Roland Heights. Hi. Hi. Hey, Carlos. Here comes a catchphrase. You tell me who it involves. Who is it? I know who that is. Give it to me. Okay, tell us. It is, it is the greatest of all time, king in the Indies, Daniel Bryan. It is. Nicely done. It is the king of the Indies, Daniel Bryan. Uh, he wrestles under concussion protocol. So every time he has to get into a match, they check him for concussions before and after every match. Is that right? Wow. That's right. The only one in the WWE. That seems bad. So Carlos is <laughs> in the drawing. Someone wins tickets to WWE SmackDown Live at Staples Center at the end. That's all right. right. Let's go to Manuel and uh, Compton. Hi. Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, Manuel, uh, we're going to give you a catchphrase. You tell us, the wrestling legend. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Who's that? Ric Flair. That's not Ric Flair. <laughs> Good guess, though, every time. I mean, you're going to get it eventually. Uh, that is incorrect. That was Brett the Hitman Hart. One All of my right. favorite Simpsons cameos ever. Let's go to Callista in Simi Valley. Hi. Hi. Hi, Calista. I hope you've been listening, because this next one might have helped you. Let's listen to the catchphrase. Limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! Who's that? <laughs> Rick Flair. That yes! is Rick Flair. Absolutely. That is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, and also, he's filed bankruptcy a ton of times. <laughs> Let's go to Danny and La Mirada. Hi. Morning. Hey, Danny, here we go. This catchphrase, who is the superstar who says it? And I quote, as raw general manager, I think it doesn't matter what you think. Who said that? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Nicely right. done. It is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Don't know what he's up to now. Should check into what he's doing after wrestling. Have no clue. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he turned that into anything, unfortunately. No. Let's go to Sam in uh, Montebello. Good morning, Sam. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Oh, hello. Uh, this is a catchphrase for what wrestler? Three beers. A shot of whiskey. You're going to kick Denver's ass? What? Go ahead, talk. What? What? How did that get started, Jetson? Let's see what he gets. Uh, and I'll 316, tell you. 316, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's Boom. right. You Nicely got done. it. That is a catchphrase that started because at one point he had a bit of a strange gimmick going on where he couldn't remember things and was acting very strange. Hey, that's my problem. <laughs> so he would, he would yell what all the time. And now audiences, wrestling fans, do it for a bunch of wrestlers, but mostly for Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's very funny. That's all right. right. Let's go to Nelly in Montebello. Hi, Nelly. Hi, guys. Oh, hello. Montebello again. This catchphrase is for what wrestler? Did you dig that sucker? Who is it? Oh. Um. Ah. 
Triple H? No, 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 no. That is Booker T, one half of Harlem Heat. Also, there's another uh, catchphrase he came up with that he only said once on the air that if you Googled, you might be able to find. <laughs> it's not clean. Can you not say it? Okay. okay. No, no, no. Um, so far, we have uh, several people in the running. We got room for one more. Yes. All right. Mike in Riverside. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Mike. This catchphrase is from someone. Who is it? Are you ready? I said, are you ready? Who dat? That be Triple H. Hey, that is Triple H. Hunter Hearst Helmsley, one of the biggest stars in the WWE. Also a guy who once told me I looked like little Elvis Costello. Okay. Uh, he's not wrong. He's by the way, that's not, that's not really trying with a catchphrase, by the way. Are you ready? Yeah. Carlos, Callista, Danny, Sam, and Mike all in the running. Only one will win a pair of tickets to WWE SmackDown Live at Staples Center November the 20th. Who's it going to be, please? Danny. Yeah. Danny. Congratulations, Danny. Danny. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. All right. Go have fun at SmackDown. And remember, that was a very strange game that Omar gave a weird uh, weird song to. Do we still have it ready to go? Catch Phrase. me song. There How it is. about that? It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. This is going to be the best Christmas we've ever had. K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas 2018. December 8th and 9th. The Forum. All the details Monday morning at 7.15 with Kevin and Bean. Look, I know Dr. Drew is uh, busy, and we're grateful every time he has the opportunity to be on the show. But I have missed this man. Yes. He's been on in a minute. Hey, Dr. Drew, how are you, sir? I know. I missed you guys, too, and I fought my way back, and I'm here. Good man. Good man. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. You been all right? Everything good? Yeah, very good. All right. Well, we need your help today. In particular, I'm going to hand this one over to Jensen because he's fighting a battle at home ahead of his uh, his upcoming marriage. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've been waiting weeks to get this to you because I need to know the answer. My fiance is obsessed with alkaline water. Uh, she believes that it is making us healthier, that it is helping her immune system as well as her digestion, her skin. I mean, basically across the board, she thinks it's helping everything. We get it at Costco. It is more money. And I need you to tell me that it is full of BS. Well, first of all, do you want to get married? <laughs> I, w- I very much would like to get married, yes. Because okay. you so saw you it out sure here, didn't you, Drew? Right. <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Drew already got right to the heart of it. And, yep, and, he and sure did. Secondly, we want to make sure that give you full relationship advice. Whatever we discuss today, let's let's leave until after the honeymoon. So you have a nice marriage and honeymoon, Fair. okay? I allow it. Good thought. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> so what is this... Like, what, what, do you know what an alkaline is, alkaline water? Do you know what's in there? I, I, I don't. I know that it okay. involves the pH or the, you know, I know that it right. involves a number. It involves a number. A number. Which is created by OH molecules. These 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 um, OH negative molecules that fly around. You can create some of those. Uh, like Acid is excessive hydrogen, right? H plus. And base is OH minus. Okay, right? you're talking to dumb people now, Drew. Well, I mean, that's just all a base is. Okay. It's just a more of the uh, water breaks down even in normal solution to H and OH and H3O and other things are flying around. But, but this creates more of the OH negative molecule. Now, when you take, and then your stomach is in excess of H plus, right? There's acid in your stomach, a lot of H plus. And, but that's natural, right? Natural. Yeah. If you take a little bit of OH and add it to a whole bunch of H, what do you have? Too much H. Well, and just do the math there. H plus OH equals? OH2. H2O. (laughs) H2O. (laughs) 
Well, pretty sure that's going to get pulled. <laughs> some, people, some people call that water. Water. Okay. okay. All right. right. So a bunch of OH and a bunch of H creates water. Okay, so, so there's... when you put that OH in your stomach, it is completely neutralized immediately. So what is it it's supposed to be doing? Giving well, you more OH2. I mean, <laughs> Jensen did say pretty much everything from digestion to skin. So maybe maybe that, oh, you can change it... the acid in the stomach a little bit, but your stomach is, you know, you could do that with Pepsid and antacids and all kinds of things, and that doesn't change your, I mean, people don't go, oh man, I take Pepsid, my immune system works better because no more acid in my stomach. Here's, that, that doesn't happen. Here's and, a question, though. If maybe somebody that didn't drink that much water starts drinking more of this, oh, thinking I that like their skin, yeah, your ah. skin looks better, I'm not as hungover, because you're actually drinking more water you're fooling yourself into thinking that this water is what's doing it. I had not thought of that, and I think you're onto something. I think it, it just motivates you to hydrate yes. better, which could make you feel better. Exactly. So that, that makes sense, number one. But number two, is she alleging that she's changing the pH of her body? I, like her blood pH, which I, is 7.42, and it does not budge. Your kidney is a perfect instrument, and unless it's sick, your kidney will adjust that pH within molecules. I don't think that she's claiming anything, but I think she's buying into it. I mean, for example, it went from a $47 million business in 2014. It will be worth $687 million at the end of this year for alkaline water alone. That's all oh Beyonce, God. by the way. That's all well, Beyonce talking about it. Yeah, she started well, the whole trend. Never underestimate people's... I mean, there, but the, how many waves of this kind of nonsense have we gone through in this country all the way back into the mid-19th century? But okay, everybody, have at it. And by the way... To your point, Allie, if they're drinking more water, okay, good. I, what am I going to complain so about? So is it worth the extra cost for Jensen, other I than I, staying married? I can't married? believe we drink bottled water. So that was going to be the follow-up, is, oh. is are any of the waters better? In fact, there's some concern about people with the excessive... People, look, how are people worrying about plastics and all the carcinogens around plastics? They never talk about that as it pertains to water, number one. And number two... Um, I forgot number two. <laughs> I lost my train of it's, thought. It's OH2. So it's OH2. That's <laughs> OH2. Is number two, Dr. Drew, a reminder that Southern California has, according to science, some of the best tap water in America? I, I, that was number two, which was the, the, there's things in our tap water that we are, we are diverting ourselves from, including fluoride. Now, a lot of people are paranoid about fluoride, but it, it was put in for a reason. Yeah. And so we're getting less fluoride. We're getting less other minerals. And I'm not so sure that all this bottle of water is a good thing for his period. So do you buy any bottled water? I do. I do. Tell us why, hypocrite. You know what I buy is those big, giant jugs of spring water, and I feel like, all right, that, that's at least, you know, I put it in my garage so I can have access to that, but I drink plenty of tap water, too. Mm -hmm. And people don't understand, there's purified water, there's water that's sort of... Uh, boiled and there's all kinds of different products I've out there. I've tried smart water and it doesn't work. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So far so good. <laughs> all right. Dr. Drew is very much a do what I say not what I do guy. I'm just what it sounds well, like. Well, no. Because he's got, a, he's got gallons of bottled water in his garage. He's a doomsday prepper. <laughs> I'm just saying. They You're, just think about things and don't believe all the hype. That's that's all. I mean, look, okay. people, the, people, people, the problem is people have, really, the really problem is 
people have never seen disease. And by the way, you're about to see a lot of it. This <laughs> type is outbreak. What is that? Hold on. Where Whoa. is this going? This Whoa, typhus what outbreak has got me absolutely <laughs> exercised. Uh, Dr. Typhus with that again. Why wouldn't you have brought that up at some point before now? Bury I thought lead. I yelled about it many times on this show, but <laughs> I've been saying it's coming, and now we're in the middle of it, and it is a serious deal. Sounds Which? like someone's saving up water for this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dr. Drew Pitsky is at drdrew.com, of course. Don't miss all of his great podcasts, including the OG Dr. Drew, the Adam and Dr. Drew podcast, the Swole Patrol with Mike Catherwood. The Heal app is available, too, in the App Store or Google Play. Get a doctor in the comfort of your own home. And, of course, Dr. Drew, weekdays, noon to 3 on 790K ABC. Great to have you back on the show, sir. We'll do it again next time. Thanks, guys. Thank you. This is the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Hey, Allie. I was uh, not thinking of Carly Rae Jepsen, by the way. That's what? from who Off Air, but Who are yeah. you thinking of? I was thinking of the country singer that dresses super cute, wears cute stuff. Casey Musgraves? Yep. Not That's the same I was person. Of. Yeah. Not the same person. Why are we continuing a conversation that we had off the air? Not sure. On the air. Allie can't move forward okay. unless she yeah. sets it right in her mind. Okay. <laughs> I was talking about how I love this show and I'm grateful to be here, but I can't wait for today's to end mm-hmm. because a new Carly Rae song came out this morning and I haven't heard it yet and I want to hear it as soon as we're done. Bean says Carly Rae Jepsen is so talented. She's immensely talented. And, and I, I said I, she's I, probably my favorite artist. <laughs> but I agreed and said she was adorable and I, I just want to say not who I was thinking. Okay. So you don't think she's adorable? I I don't You heard remember. it here first. I don't remember Allie if thinks I do. Carly Rae Jepsen is gross. What are some of her hits that maybe we haven't heard of, Bean? Well, obviously, everybody Call knows me Call Me Baby, Baby right? right? She does I Really, 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 Really Like You. Okay, hate that. She, Go ahead. Touch of the Feeling, which was huge, by the way. I think that was from, uh, like, the Trolls I have a clip of Touch of the Feeling, if you want. Oh, I'd like to hear yeah. some of uh-huh. that, I mean, totally going in a different direction. That's yeah. the demo, by the way. She cleaned that up okay, before good. she did the song. <laughs> Run Away With Me was another song. She did that duet with uh, Owl City, Good Time. Remember, that was a big Owl hit. Owl City, there yeah, you go. Yeah, I don't even there care. She did a Target, Target commercial with Little Yachty. Yes, she it, did. It Takes Two cover, Rob Yes, Bates. she did. Oh, yep. I'm sorry I asked. Carly Allie Ray is here. What's yeah. happening? <laughs> hey, just a reminder, you guys. Sure, we didn't win the World Series. It was a, a rough ending for Dodgers I mean, Dodgers if you're just going to go by score. If yeah. you're going to go by score and, you know, games won, sure, we didn't win. But don't we all win with the whole steal a base, steal a taco thing from Taco Bell? We all win. So sure. today is the day between 2 and 6 p.m. You can head out to your local Taco Bell and you're going to get a free Doritos Locos Taco. Yeah! That is today between 2 and 6 p.m. I had about probably eight Taco Bell tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, I could crush a little bit more. How many tacos can you crush from Taco Bell? I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure, but we should check it out. He's got to go around to different Taco Bell. You guys, right? is Beer Mug our MVP? Yes. I sort of feel like he yes. I don't even think if we gave him six tacos <laughs> that didn't have any wrapping, he could figure out where the tacos are from. <laughs> Oh, he's such a sweet spirit. How's Taco Bell going to make money off of that? It's a good question. Uh, not sure. Guys, did you see Hitman's Bodyguard? I did. Did you love it? I did. I did, too. I was shocked, but yes. I loved it. Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds Samuel yeah. L. Jackson, Selma it. Hayek. Really good movie. Well, I'm sorry. I watched it, mm. but I fell asleep. Okay. There's no way you fell asleep. It was pure action from start to finish. Well, guess what? The Hitman's Bodyguard sequel is happening. Wow. I hate it. What? Really? Okay. But here's the thing. Uh, Lionsgate will release the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard in North America. Hmm? That's really interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't understand it. Um, the Hitman's Wife's 
Bodyguard? Yes. So the original movie was released in late summer of 2017, grossed $75.5 million okay. and about 180 globally. So now we're going to see the hitman's wife's bodyguard. Are we? I don't know. It's just... I, but I like all, the first one, and yet this sounds shaky. They're all back in, though. Ryan Reynolds, oh. Samuel L. Jackson, and Selma Hayek. So Selma Hayek is the wife. Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, yes. All right. So I guess uh, it's going to take place along the Amalfi Coast. So before, it was in England, they were going to the, um, the uh, Hague, right? Yes. Yes. So now it's going to the Amalfi Coast. It's an important point. <laughs> it's going to be really beautifully shot is I'm all glad I'm we, saying. I'm glad we know that today. Production expected to begin in March. Oh, you guys, uh, I had given you this teaser before. I just want to do this story for you. What is the germiest part of an airplane? Uh, I'd rather you Google it. <laughs> A CBC Consumer News series studied aircraft aircraft cleanliness. It has everybody's first guess. I would think would be the bathroom. Yes, or that was not my first guess. Or the arm years ago, it was whatever. always the tray the tray table. table? Yeah. That was right? my guess because okay. I thought everybody uses their tray table, and those probably very rarely get cleaned in between flights. Plus, they don't they don't eat with their hands. They use a fork and knife. Oh yeah, yes, because exactly. that's the right way to do it. Right. Well, uh, now uh, the. Ooh, the place where you can find some E. coli right there, the headrests. The seat's headrests. Mm. Maybe the germ the germiest places on a plane. No way to escape it. This I don't is hear yeah, there's that. no way because you're all not everybody's eating on the tray table. Right. But everybody's got a head on a plane. I mean mo- most of them. I mean it's yeah. science. Uh-huh. So what is how why do you have E. coli on your head, you guys? Can you get E. coli from a Chair on your head? They found E. coli. I know, but can you? Is it transferable like that? Maybe if you're licking the headrest. (laughs) I don't know. So don't lick the headrest. Why did you look at me with such (laughs) condemning eyes when you said that? Come on! I was working. Late one night. Jensen, you got to listen to yesterday's podcast I, I to get heard, that. I heard all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting 24 hours for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I was going to open today with that. Oh, oh my God. The joy. The joy that that brought us. Yeah, it was really good. It wasn't a great what's happening, but. No, it was not good radio. I'll tell you you like, I feel like it was one of the best. All right. One of the best. And if you guys don't have enough entertainment news in your life, how about a new second standalone online streaming service from CBS? But this one. No, no, no. Free of charge, but supported by ads. And dedicated entirely to entertainment news. Sure, you can watch Entertainment Tonight for 30 minutes on CBS with ads. But why not watch 24 hours a day, seven days a week with ads on this streaming service? No? Oh, my God. No way. Yeah, I don't don't quite get it. It's crazy. None of it makes sense. No? No. Okay. My disappointment (laughs) is immeasurable. And my day is ruined. Have you guys read Stephen King's Joyland? I have not. I have not. No. It's, uh, it's the story of Devin, a college student, takes a summer job in an amusement park in North Carolina. Then he confronts the legacy of a vicious murder and the fate of a dying child and how both will change his life forever. Well, you can now find it on Freeform, 
they're going to be doing a series based on that book. I feel like Stephen King's just like, yeah, whatever, just do whatever you want with my sure. books. Not bad. He complains about it afterwards a lot, but except for uh, except for it. was it it? It was no. it. He it was loved. It, yes. He's also he was very really... excited about the upcoming Doctor Sleep on Netflix. Oh. I know that because that's the Shining he wants made. He didn't want the Stanley Kubrick Shining made. Are you kidding? No, he doesn't like it. <gasps> what? No, he doesn't like it. Stephen King thinks it's a bad adaptation. Shining is one of the top movies ever. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Stephen and, King's got hot takes. Yeah, and he had nothing but praise for, um, not his, but The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. He thought it was probably the most genius thing he's seen in a long time. It was pretty great. Yeah. I still haven't watched all of it. Still is. I need to see it. All right, some birthdays for you. Anthony Kiedis, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Tim Cook, Apple CEO. Larry Flint, publisher of Hustler Magazine. And Tony Collette, who's basically in everything. And wonderful. And that's what's happening. Thanks, Sally. The so-called helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at 5 p.m. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. we got Cheers with Beer Mug. We have a brand-new internet roundup. We've got your tickets for WWE SmackDown. Uh, Jensen's getting married in the next few weeks. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to ask you for wedding disasters. Oh, that's fun. So mean. And it's uh, <laughs> Friday, so let's keep it 100 tomorrow. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.